0: In a world gone mad, only rationality and common sense can save it. It's Andrew and Jerry Save the World with your hosts, Andrew Langer and Jerry Rogers. And now, here's Andrew and Jerry. Well, hey there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Andrew and Jerry Save the World, the aptly numbered episode 69 Andrew and Jerry say stop the gates or shut the gates and don't pull the fire alarm. I'm Andrew Langer. Jerry Rogers. Yes, and I I did screw that one up. Anyway, I I listen, this is a a serious show. You know, Jerry and I will we to joke around. We'll probably make some jokes. I know I'm going to say something funny about this. Um, but but the we're recording this on August, on October 4th, and it is the day after uh the House of Representatives I uh, had their motion voted on. Their motion to vacate or to have Kevin McCarthy vacate the speakership. Uh, the motion passed. Kevin McCarthy is no longer speaker. And Jerry called me yesterday afternoon and was like, "Now what do we do?" And he was absolutely correct to ask this question because nobody really knows what happens next. Um, I- I'm, I'm I'm gobsmacked is not the right word because I think in the end nothing that this caucus does anymore really surprises me maybe that's a shame jerry you were you were similarly not non-gobsmacked as i as i understand it well you know what it's
1: it's shocking that for the first time in well over a century there's an attempt to remove a speaker uh the republicans right i think well I, i think it's a i mean it's a long time
0: Yes. And I, yes, it's it's virtually unprecedented, I think, is the is the correct way to say this.
1: So so shocking is a, a proper word to use. However, I'm not surprised. Right. Like this doesn't well, surprise me. It's one could it's, say that it,
0: Kevin McCarthy did this to himself by agreeing to have this motion to vacate at any point in time. Um, Kind of a a, a mutual suicide pact between
1: him. It, OK, sorry. Go ahead, Jerry. No, I, I just think that, you know, as usual, everyone gets everything wrong. And it's frustrating because, you know, you have the Wall Street Journal saying Republicans, the GOP cut off their own head. Uh, you have the mainstream media, the Washington Post, Politico, you know, the left leaning mainstream talking about the chaos uh, you have. uh politicos and pundits saying you know this is what the republicans deserve
0: all right so none of that is none of that is
1: see i think all of that is correct in some way shape or form look something can be true uh but but not the focus or shouldn't be the focus and and my point is 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 that look 33 trillion dollars in national debt right at at the end of this year uh we will we will have a uh, uh have to pay out seven point i think 7.6 trillion dollars uh to pay off the interest on the bonds or right or, or, or the, the, because this people is, are forgetting that as
0: inflation goes so do you know and as 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 the interest rates change so do right. our so does our, our
1: debt rate exactly change. right you know, and then we also we, we're running a two trillion dollar debt look uh the treasury says there's about 20 trillion dollars in circulation it, right Yes. We, we, our national debt, we owe more than we have in circulation. Right, right. And I want to, cause you, you said that we have a
0: $2 trillion debt. We have a $2 trillion deficit.
1: Deficit. I'm sorry. Yeah, this yeah, year, we, we all yeah, do, we all do ne- this.
0: But I don't want, listen, I don't want to get far away from, from, from this. And just to dovetail into the spending thing, here's what irks me greatly about this situation is that we have this. We, we had this shutdown that was looming, and everybody thought, including you and me, thought that we were going to go into a shutdown. Now, the shutdown would not have been a disaster disaster, but because shutdowns always accrue negatively to Republicans, we had averted the negative political consequences of a shutdown by going into a 45-day CR, which was going to put it past the election, uh, past election day. And there are a couple of states that are having elections. We averted this. We averted the embarrassment. And, and then... Matt Gates because you know you never want to get between Matt Gaetz, yeah, and I'm going to beat up on Matt Gates now I've I've been I have been not reluctant but I've I've called balls and strikes on Matt Gates in the past but we, we've tried to be fair to Matt Gates in the past you know Matt Gates you cannot you should never put yourself in between Matt Gates and the camera or Matt Gates and a microphone in order to draw the most attention to himself and those of you who are listening you don't see me sort of looking up at the at the heavens uh as I say this. In order to draw attention to Matt Gates, because he no longer had the shutdown as a cudgel to use to draw attention to himself, he files this motion to vacate because he knows he's going to get huge amounts uh, of attention. And and let's be really clear about this. And, it, you know, I don't want to get, I'm going to say something that you said to me, Jerry, and you can expound on this in a second. These people, these eight, they, they did not vote for the conservative version of the CR. They forced us into a situation where they forced mccarthy into a situation where he had to negotiate with the democrats in order to get the continuing resolution passed right so then they turn around they file this motion to vacate in which they're going to work with the democrats to oust kevin mccarthy as speaker i mean this is this is this is complete insanity i'm sorry jerry go ahead
1: look the congress our public discourse would be better off if uh, Matthew Gates, Matt Gates was not in Congress. Right. But that's but that's true for most of the four hundred and thirty five members and the one hundred senators to so uh, the movie we,
0: clerks. This job would be great if it wasn't for the effing customers.
1: Go right. ahead. But I mean, right. I mean, uh, our public discourse would be better without uh, AOC, without. Right. Uh, without Jamal uh, uh, Bauman, who pulled the alarm, right? Uh, it, it'd be better without uh, Senator Menendez or Cory Booker and uh, right with, uh, without Elizabeth Nancy Warren. Pelosi. Uh, this Congress has behaved like every other Congress uh, since uh, the mid nineties. Right. The last time Congress functioned as it should—that is, twelve appropriation bills, a balanced budget. Uh, deficit reduction, uh, was uh, uh, ironically uh, when a Democrat president, Bill Clinton, was in the White House and Newt Gingrich was uh, Speaker of the House. Uh, We have been dysfunctional. That's the kindest thing I can say. The House of Representatives, but Congress more broadly, has been dysfunctional since. Look, it's not just the House, too, right? Uh, Look what Uh, uh, Democrats did with the reconciliation process uh, uh, to pass bills by breaking the parliamentary rules, uh, by breaking the law. Right. Obamacare uh, was passed in a way uh, that that never should have happened. It was it was against uh, precedent. It was against against tradition, against and against the law. Right. But we but we let it happen. Uh, And, you know, because we called a tax. A levy, or we called a levy a tax, or we called a tax a right. fee. You know, they've been playing games forever. And and so I agree with you and with everyone that Matt Gates is a clown, uh, and that Matt Gates is a uh is a junkie when it comes to attention. He's a narcissist, uh, but that, that makes him like everyone else. I think we should focus on un- this is an unprecedented move to 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 push out a speaker well then maybe we should uh, talk about uh how congress has failed to use the power of the purse right. maybe we should look at how they haven't produced the 12 appropriation bills how they haven't used anything to curtail many of the government's uh, spending and, and interference in our lives the department of justice using its uh, power and its money uh to infiltrate catholic churches uh and and uh uh the white house uh 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 right? The courts just ruled that the the most egregious attack on the First Amendment in American right. history just happened. Uh, that is the White House, the Biden White House uh, and its DOJ, its FBI uh, uh, colluding with uh, big tech to shut people out, right. to censor them. And yet it doesn't even make the headlines. And so this Congress had an unprecedented opportunity uh, to push back against all of this uh, all all of this that's happening, this – this, I, I usually use the, the the phrase imperial presidency. But we now have an, an imperial government. And what did Kevin McCarthy do? Nothing. What did the chairman of the committees do? Nothing. Right. So I agree. And, and- Gates is a clown. But maybe this clownish act, uh, some good can come. It won't, by the way, because we just got word that Jim Jordan is going to run for um, – run for speaker and i like jim jordan but uh, jim jordan's not is not going to bring regular order back to the house well this
0: is and this is but here's the here's the thing that gets me jerry in all of this is you and i spent a good chunk of time last week talking about uh nancy mace well maybe we didn't talk about nancy mace per se but you you raised the issue of regular order at the same time nancy mace was one of a very few members of congress to talk about the issue of regular order to go down this road And so, you know, literally, I I, I talked about this on John Justice's show on Monday, you know, Nancy, Nancy Mace being this bright star on the issue of fiscal responsibility. And yet, what does Nancy Mace do when given the chance to sort of hold on to some? I mean, it is astounding to me that that when we have this vote, you have Nancy Mace and 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 Ken Buck from Colorado. And I have a great deal of respect generally for Ken Buck from Colorado you know, joining with Matt Gaetz and Lauren Boebert and and Marjorie Taylor Green, we all know why Marjorie Taylor Green, or we can suspect why Marjorie Taylor Green didn't vote against Kevin McCarthy, uh, with the rumors abounding as they do. But but the bottom line here is, you know, it's like there are no. I'm sorry, there are very few honest actors out there. I'm going to say Thomas Massey being one of of very few, you know, sort of a bright light, who was talked about. You know why he supported the motion to vacate. You know Speaker Boehner way way back when, but why this was a mistake now? Sort of underscoring where things stand. I, I it's just it it really is an environment, and I and I agree with you. I mean, and we can sort of talk about how things went. and We have talked about how things went off the rails. You know, in the nineteen nineties and then into the early two thousands.
1: I, I and, would and, not, and, yeah, Andrew. No, I, this is now twenty five consecutive years where we not have uh passed the budget according to uh, uh according to the rules. Right. Uh, Congress has been out of compliance for 25 years. Right. And we now have a structural deficit of 2 trillion dollars. Right. Here's I think and again I'm not defending Gates so let's be careful here. I would not have done this but it's happened. Right. But but let's just think of this for a second the wall street journal political the washington uh, uh post uh, national review uh conservative uh, uh papers liberal papers uh, you name it they're all saying chaos 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 but i i, I want to throw something back at at, at them and and I, and I, again this is what this is where where i think smart conservatives you talked about before you went on air that the conservative movement's in trouble well you know what maybe the conservative movement uh focused on the dire circumstances of our economy and also our freedoms. And, and, and again, give me, give me an example of this. All of these continuing resolutions, they're all done in secret, right? right? All of them are done in secret. And this is what the establishment is used to. And this is why they're going apoplectic. This is why they are going insane. Because God forbid we start doing the budget process in the open again. We haven't done it for 25 years. You know, you want to, you know, Andrew. You're doing great work uh, on on regulation, uh, your new gig. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, because everything's done in secret in our in 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 Washington D.C. and in, in our nation's capital, uh, that's why the regulatory state has become uh, so dangerous. Because laws are passed, deals are made, everything's done in secret, and so maybe again, going back to regular order. And having, uh, having a sunshine on the budget process, then we can, right, we can better, con- see, better control Jerry, I would, what's I going would, on.
0: See, I would agree with you. And I do agree. I'm sorry. I do agree with you. The problem is that if this were a revolt about returning to regular order, and there had been more Republicans who had been calling for a return to regular order as know. part of this revolt... You know, I know. I, right now, only one, and, you know, as clear as I can tell Nancy, but maybe Ken Buck as well. But my, Briggs,
1: my, is it Briggs or Biggs, Biggs? Andy Biggs, Andy Biggs. Biggs. And, you know, I,
0: all, all of whom I haven't interviewed Nancy Mays, but I've interviewed both uh, both Ken Buck and, and Andy Biggs on, on my federal newswire show. But the 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 point is, the Democrats don't want to return to regular order. That's no, why they not. went
1: along with all of, of this. Of course. And, 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 and neither and, do the Republicans. So, but, know, but what what is our movement doing? What is the conservative movement doing? Uh, uh, I'll I give you an example. So uh, Kevin Roberts, who's the head of Heritage, uh, wrote a tweet last night saying, look, things are dire. He wasn't saying hurrah to Gates, but he was saying, you know, $32 trillion in debt, a structural deficit of $2 trillion a year. Uh we have we owe more than uh, money that's in circulation we're going to have to somehow by the end of this year uh the congress the government is going to have to borrow uh 10 trillion dollars right. to pay down the debt uh, the interest on the debt this impacts my life your life of this course. impacts the cost of everything and so roberts kevin roberts tweeted about this and and of course the dispatch uh, uh folks you know you know i'm talking about yeah, the, yeah, John the Goldberg, former etc yeah, yeah. The, the former weekly standard you yeah. know the, the 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 conservatives who uh, oh they they don't deal with the rabble-rousers uh, the the rabble-rousers right are mocking him i mean again that's the this is the problem the problem is everyone wants clicks everyone wants right and, and, and so tank. and so what get, what gets you the clicks is the chaos yeah. but talking about 25 years out of compliance, talking about uh, 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 the dire economic consequences of the structural deficits and debt. We have a president, Andrew, who goes on TV with reporters or in interviews, and he says that he has cut the deficit. He hasn't right. at all. And But yet reporters let him say that. Right. In fact, if you look at the White House, not recently, but 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 not too far in the past. Part of their economic talking points was slashing deficits. But he's not slashing deficits. Right. But you see what I mean? It's like everything is make-believe. You and I well, talk well, no, a lot no, no, about- Jerry,
0: I mean, also, you know, just, just not to get too far afield. I mean, this is something that Wayne Cruz and I talked about very recently, which is when we talk about, again, the regulatory state, we used to have to talk about costs and benefits. The White House has been unabashed. And maybe this gets into when they dropped the, the deficits talking point, Jerry because the white house had put out a regulatory analysis plan sort of their guidelines their guidance for how they deal with with assessing regulations they no longer want to talk about costs or costs or when they want to talk about costs they also want to talk about societal benefits which are all made up and so the idea is that costs no longer <laughs>
1: matter to them yeah right it's all it's all they, phantom money right the great irony there is that so they want to they want to do dynamic scoring on the benefits of regulations but they won't do dynamic scoring on the benefits of 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 tax cuts right of course and uh and these sorts of things exactly. it's just but but my my point is and again i'm 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 the i'm the crazy guy yelling at the tv set this is an opportunity to reset the public discourse sure. the problem is the problem is is that there there's no one to do it, you know, I, 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 as, as we're, we're sitting, sitting hold
0: here, on for a let's talk about that for a minute, because right now we've got we've got uh, Patrick McHenry uh, as speaker pro tem. And I like Patrick McHenry a great deal. I think he's a thoughtful guy. He's been around the block enough in Washington, D.C. That he, that he knows how things are done. We have talked about Jim Jordan, you know, has thrown his hat in for speaker. um, And and, you know, so I, I but the issue is really articulating that message. And and, you know. I would hope now I don't know if Patrick McHenry is interested in the job, not permanently. Well, uh, look, look we'll, we'll watch
1: speaker. we'll watch the news later. But, but, but Jim my, Jordan my Jim is, Jordan my, will be speaker.
0: Okay. My my point is it. my point is this though, is that at least with and you and I talked about this just before we went on air, at, at least you know, Patrick McHenry, when he the one of the first things he did when he came into the job as speaker pro tem is he shut down Nancy Pelosi's inside the Capitol office. Why she had an inside the Capitol office still, we don't know. Um, but, you know, she should not. And so that was he got rid of that. And my, my point in this is he's willing to sort of make tough decisions that are common sense decisions that should have been made. Well, long what time. I like
1: about that, I'm glad you mentioned that. What yeah. I like about uh, the congressman telling Nancy Pelosi to pack up, uh, number one, he didn't give her a week or two weeks. Yeah, He said out by tomorrow. Yeah. Which was awesome. Because she, uh, which Plus, because which she
0: was in California at the time.
1: Right. And so uh, the, the Democratic leader, uh, Hakeem Jeffries, had to scramble, get staffers to move her office. Now, just for our listeners, um, our viewers, uh, Nancy Pelosi has a, uh, inside the Capitol, uh, a beautiful uh, office space. Uh, why the Republicans let her keep it? Well, tradition, this is what is done, you know, the kind of speaker emeritus, but what i like wh- wh- why i like this move is because it's you know what those days are done those days of just doing something because we do it is is, is over and why why give nancy pelosi any courtesy or and Steny hoyer by the way his inside the uh, capitol office was he was told to move Yeah, why are we giving these democrats who lie and cheat uh who uh uh, again, Nancy Pelosi, who ripped up the State of the right, Union, right. And, and, uh, and unprecedented. Most she's yes. not only is she
0: no longer Speaker, she's no longer House Minority Leader. Right? It would be one no, thing, but but, right, but if, it, yeah, but you give
1: you know she has gravitas, and but,
0: but my no, point but, is, but, you is you know, that. Know, but the point it's is true. You know, I, yeah. Well, yes, I. But yes, in the same way. By the way, let me just sort of set a little bit of context here. When the Democrats have taken over, I don't know if Republicans do the same quite quite the same. It sounds like they don't. But when Democrats have taken over Congress from the Republicans, they screw over Republicans when it comes to office space. So I, I, I'll, I'll give you a prime example. Uh, our good friend, Paul Teller from Advancing American Freedom, when he was chairman of the Republican Study Committee, or not when he was executive director of the Republican Study Committee. I don't even know if you know this, Jerry. Um, he, you know, he when the Republicans went into the minority. I think in like, oh, six, I don't know, sometime around that time, whenever it was, the Democrats moved him into an office that was literally built into the elevator shaft in the Longworth building. I mean, imagine, you know, that's, that was, that was, that was his office space. That's what they, that's what they do.
1: Um, again, I, I, I don't, I don't think this is a good move by, by, uh, the congressman because it's tit for tat they do it to us i think it's a good move no i'm just saying we, that we've been, you on have the, to break. we've been
0: on We, um, well, my point is we've been on the we've been on the losing end of this and then we don't do this and you know it's just a matter of of, of going down this road here here's the th- other thing that gets me about this jerry because i do want to dovetail it into this other other story that's out there we had a really good narrative going in terms of this discussion of congressman jamal bowman pulling the fire alarm over the weekend in order to delay of uh, the vote about, uh, about, you know, averting the government shutdown. You know, it was, it was a story. It was a story that was continuing to have leg because the guy could not seem to figure out how to get out a a, a real narrative on this. You know, they had the, we had the initial story and and his uh, uh, confusion, and then they couldn't use the confusion story anymore because the door was clearly marked uh, then he tweets out, his staff tweets out a set of talking points in which he says the Republicans ought to focus on Nazis within the Republican Party. He then has to walk back that set of talking points. And, and, and we turn around, and, and here's Matt Gates. This is the thing, right, Jerry, is that it's about Republicans continuing to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. And it gets into what we've said before about Republicans being the stupid party. And it's yeah. like, you know something – Let's not get a uh, you know, ahead of our own feet for a while.
1: Well, you know, let, let me push back a little bit, and that okay. is uh when I did the radio show, the WBAL Sunday show, my show on Sunday, I said You still I have one a, of those, huh? I yeah, I made a big deal over how everyone was so uh up in arms about the prospect of the government shutting down. Number one, the government doesn't shut down it's not a government shutdown. Even the phrase government shutdown is does it is not a description of what happens. The government does not shut down. Uh nothing shuts down. Not essential federal workers are temporarily furloughed, yes, but the government functions. Period. Right. It's not a shutdown. Number number 2, so what if it does break down? Uh down?
0: Again, Jerry, Again, I'm just talking about it, it from purely purely well, but but this is the, the thing. The so political dimensions. Repor-
1: I see. See, this is the problem with McCarthy, right? McCarthy is still playing the game with their home field, on their home field, their advantage. Republicans have to have to shift the game. I tell you what, I I think maybe the best thing that could have happened, long term, is let it shut down, and and I'd send and and I would send the caucus. I I send all my members home and say, you know what. We're not we're not we're not reopening the government until this administration is serious uh, about about uh, uh, spending priorities. Look, you had all right, you know, for 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 all the talk about how we can't let the government shut down, even after the stopgap was passed at the same levels. So Democrats won the stopgap measure for 45 days is a Democrat victory. They won everything. Republicans won nothing to
0: an extent. Right. Right. Again, I'll, I'll push back on that. There, there, because there are, there are two different things that are going on. You know, as I said, in my introductory remarks, you have, um, you, you, shutdowns from a political perspective, always benefit the Democrats, right. Cause they can always blame Republicans. And my point in this is we have a very tough fight in Virginia where Republicans have an advantage a very slim advantage on the ballot for the first time in a very long time, um, and and there could be some changes that happen in the legislature. Uh, what on I didn't want on, on sta- was on the state on the state level on the state level in the state legislature. Right. And because Virginia abuts DC, and because so much of this stuff plays out, you know, so much of the national politics play out in the state politics here. I did not want to see some of these seats where Republicans hold a slim lead to be lost because of the shutdown happening right before the election. That was, that's where I go. I agree with you, Jerry. Um, y- you know, in the end, it, fuck it. Pardon my French. I'm sorry. Shut it down. That's fine. Um, but we, uh, uh, to use a phrase that I have not used yet, we have a real problem with looking like a bunch of monkeys trying to hump a football. And that's from her Brooks, the great Olympic hockey coach, uh, um, and it's one of my favorite lines, and, and so we had averted that. And yes, you know, Democrats are going off. You know, have, have gone full panic mode in their ads in this these state elections, but at least we didn't have we didn't have that sort of hanging over our heads. Now we've got this. Now maybe this doesn't really amount to much in terms of the Virginia elections, um, but still, this is what we get into in terms of the in terms of the national sphere. And again, it takes our focus off of other things that are happening on a, on a national basis.
1: I, I hear what you're saying about Virginia, but at the end of the day, the continuing resolution funds the government at exactly the same level. Republicans didn't get any uh, any, any bargaining chips, They they right. nothing they,
0: but then why, why turn around and had the Democrats an additional victory by getting rid of the speaker and letting the Democrats do that. I mean, that's the thing that gets me is that these, is that, you know, we, well, we, you know, uh,
1: the funny thing about that is, and again, I, 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 I think Gates, uh, should resign from the Congress. I, he is not a, a positive, uh, a force for good in any way, but that being said, Gates did tell the speaker. If you make a deal with the Democrats for a continuing resolution, then I'm going to move right. to vacate. He said, and, he and, said
0: it basically, and it, it, what it translates into is, Mr. Speaker, if you make a deal with the Democrats to fund the government, I'm going to make a deal with the Democrats to get you out of office. I mean, that's yeah, that's that's
1: insane. I mean, it well, really it might, is. But, but my, it might be insane. But but the fact of the matter is what in what way was Kevin McCarthy pushing? Uh, the government in in, in a reformed direction you know i agree what, with what, you. what, the, the, what is the, what is kevin mccarthy accomplished then, then
0: what you do is you is you move to vacate the speakership back in april when these bills should have started moving through the the,
1: the committees or march and and you know what and that and i you uh, ding ding yes. uh and that's where the hypocrisy of the gop comes in right because you have members now saying well we should have gone through regular order well, where were you? Exactly. You are, you are a city. You're right. Uh, uh, this should have been done earlier. But then again, there are reasons not to do it then. I mean, there's always a reason not to uh, be responsible. There's always a reason the, okay. the, yes, you know, course. not to do the well, right here's thing.
0: The thing. right? And this gets into a conversation that I had. I'm sure you had. I can't name him, but a very good friend of ours in the public affairs firm. In D.C., who was very concerned in the months leading up to the 2022 elections, um, very concerned about Republicans making themselves look like a bunch of idiots, you know, focusing on going after Biden, um, uh, you know, the 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 possibility of the impeachment, uh, and not focusing on the fundamentals. And I and I and I understood what he was going at. Here's here's I guess where I come back to we can walk and chew gum at the same time. And in fact, we should walk and chew gum at the same time. I agree. If you are going to go down the road of peeling back the things that need to be peeled back with regards to the Biden crime family and what's happening in the various agencies, all of those things, then you have to make sure that on the same token, you're engaging in the fundamentals of your party. And that means going down the road of, of returning to regular order Having you know the appropriations bills go through the the, the appropriate process to use a, a word to, in two different ways, um, and and not sort of go down this road of okay, well I'm gonna I'm gonna focus my attention on all of this other stuff, and therefore regular order is gonna have to suffer. You you should be a deft enough speaker,
1: um, and and well, yes yes look at, at the end of the day you're right. Uh, do Republicans look? Uh, chaotic, they do. Although part of the reason why we we think they're chaotic is because we're we're told it's chaotic. And look, and even even you and I can fall prey to that. I'll give you an example. Um, during the Trump uh, administration, Donald Trump went to Charl- charlottesville right? And he was accused of saying that they were good people on Fine both sides. People on both sides, right? He never said it, right? He never he never said what they said he said he never said they were good nazis he never said they were good uh, white supremacists what he was talking about uh specifically was the uh there were two sides on whether whether the statue should come down right and he said on both sides of that argument there are good people but they of course took that right and applied it to the to the to the to the, to the racists and the anti-racist or the right. racist and those protesting the racist and and the thing is, the I racist in the, the fascist Jerry. I mean, let's be really clear. Okay, okay. Yes. Yes. That's right. The racist versus right on the one side. But the here's press. the thing, you know, I I was a bit lazy at first, and I because it was everywhere, I just assumed it was you know Trump being inarticulate again, Trump saying something stupid. But then I decided uh, to go back and actually look at it because a guy named Steve Steve Cortez who's a, who's a Republican uh, consultant uh, used to be on CNN all the time. He wrote a piece uh, for real clear and he, and he, he made the case. The man never said it. Right. And I was like, is this right? And I went back and I looked at it. I said, Oh my, Oh my goodness. He, he never said it. Right. My point is, is that when something is just considered to be the truth, the the, the, the common understanding of what's happening, even even the best minds can fall into that trap. So here's my, my point, okay. a long way of saying it. Maybe the Republicans, this isn't chaos. Maybe this is a proper response uh, to a fiscal emergency.
0: I, and I would agree with you if there were any articulation on the part of the folks who were involved that they had voted this way because it was in response. Well, to I, I tell
1: you, I, I did go back and, 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 I, and I listened to Biggs on the floor of the house congressman biggs right and he was articulate
0: yeah no no okay jerry i i and i understand for the reason why for well, the reason why the problem yeah. is the problem is that when you have eight people who are going and getting the democrats to do this that's chaos that is that is
1: that well, is. let me ask you but, but let's, yeah. let's let's again let's, this is this is interesting yeah like watch chaotic right now the house is functioning you and I are doing our podcast. You, you're working today, I'm working okay, today. But, My kids okay, are at school. So where's the the chaos?
0: chaos? The chaos the chaos is, well, a there is chaos because we haven't returned to regular order and there seems to be a complete and utter disinterest in returning to regular order. Well, that but that but that, that, that that that's the way it's been. But that's the but okay, but again, just because something has been chaotic for 25 years doesn't mean that it's not chaotic now. I mean, you, you can say that chaos may be the natural state of being up on Capitol Hill but that doesn't make it any less chaotic. The fact that we had an unprecedented removal of the speaker from his office when there's been no actual, like, like you can understand that if the speaker had been engaged in malfeasance, right. If there was some crime that was involved necessitating the speaker to vacate the chair, um, then, then I would understand that that would not be chaotic. That would be, you know, that would be an orderly process to remove the speaker, but you have, one lone congressman saying, "I don't like what happened on a Saturday um, to keep the government nominally open." Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna remove him from office, and I'm gonna go get a bunch of Democrats well, on me, board with me, me to but do let, it. Let, let me ask That's you this: chaos.
1: All right, well, a, a couple. of things. Let's just be, be clear, though. Yeah, Gates didn't make a deal with Democrats. No,
0: but Gates, but Gates knew that in the end, the only way right. he was going to get this done was by essentially i'm going to i'm going to go do this and a bunch of democrats are going to vote for it and and i'm going to get what i want that's chaos
1: again I, I, yes and no uh i i don't know everything is still happening uh staffers went to work today uh washington is functioning uh, uh the military is still doing its thing the border is still open Jerry, and-
0: but but okay but but okay let me be really clear right so so january 6th was chaos that doesn't mean that you know things didn't happen the way that they were supposed to that the rest of government didn't function but the the riot in the capitol on january 6th was chaos we still voted you know congress still voted to to you know affirm that joe biden was president of the united states um the other the agencies happened the uh, other functions of government happened yeah but I I I look I
1: don't want I don't I mean, want I, 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 really I, I, I don't, wanna, of I don't chaos want to get I, yeah I don't want to get narrow right. on this and, okay. and 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 but but the fact of the matter is we, there is a speaker pro tem uh he has and, and frankly right. his first two actions uh are the are the right actions in terms of um in terms of of his uh of his uh, telling Nancy Pelosi Jerry. To va- you know, to vacate those it, offices. It, it literally,
0: it's just, it. it is, it, it, again, it's the, the line of reasoning that we've gone through. Kevin McCarthy gets, you know, puts out a bill that, you know, the only way it's going to pass for the continuing resolution is if a, a, a number of Democrats come over and vote for
1: it, which they did. Government stayed open. Wait, but, okay, but I, 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 this is it. This is, the, you're right about this. Yes. But here's the thing. Here's my point. My point is, is that Kevin McCarthy shouldn't have done that. Kevin McCarthy should not have uh, 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 agree okay, to a con- but, but continuing again, resolution. As I, as
0: I said, you know, it, so he had his he had his political reasons to go and, and do it. We can argue with whether or not those political reasons have merit. We will never know the other side of it because you know it happened that way. Um, I'm 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 literally, as I said, I'm <laughs> I'm just watching. I'm watching the discourse here in Virginia, and and what's happening with the election. And as it gets more and more amped up as we get closer to election day, and as they try to tie every single Republican to, you know, to Donald Trump and MAGA and chaos and and all sorts of bad things.
1: But at the uh, same time, too, you know, if I'm a Republican voter, uh, you know, there's a piece. Uh, in The Washington Post, it's up at Real Clear Policy, uh, and the piece is more or less the, 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 uh, the headline is more or less what the piece is about, which is who. Who elects these clowns anyway, or exactly? You know, right. and you talk about how like um, you, uh, a lot of these members of Congress are unopposed in primaries. Uh, those who do have primary opponents, less than twenty percent of the electorate comes out to vote, and so you have a very small minority of people electing the Matt Gates of the world. Uh, well, okay, but
0: so, but but see, see, I lived in that district, so I understand that district a little, a little, a little better than most. Yeah, that's a really. It's an interesting district. That was Joe Scarborough's district in the 1990s. A lot of folks yeah. don't realize this. And, and
1: but Gates won. Gates won the primary, and uh, literally 70 percent of Republicans didn't show up to vote. Right, and Gates,
0: and, and part of it is because Gates has such ubiquitous name ID. That that name, his his father was a major Republican political player in that part of the world. What what does it have to do with turnout? So so, what it does is people think that it's a predetermined conclusion. This guy's going to win, so we're going to go, you know, vote for him. He's he's a, he's it's it's you know, Don Gates' son, so he's going to be the guy. I I agree with you. You know, it, it has to be somebody who comes but, out and actually. All right. So so forces. so
1: flip it. So flip it then. If we have so many Republicans conservatives not going to the polls, look look. Um, I just read something. I, I'm not sure if it's true, but a friend of ours who now lives in I think uh, Belize or somewhere. Oh. Um, Uh, put something out uh, this morning that said Donald Trump won the popular vote, the, I'm sorry, the uh, vote in person vote in all 50 states. So if you went to a polling place and you showed your ID and you voted on election day, the vast majority of Americans voted for Donald Trump. And, Biden, we know, won. I think what was it? Four out of every five mail-in ballots, in you know, uh, not secured, no signatures or ID required, uh, and, and you know, eighty-one million votes to seventy-seven million votes. Uh, the fact of the matter is, um, Republicans are doing a very bad job motivating their people uh, to uh, to exert themselves to right. vote. I.e., okay. and my point is. McCarthy's deal, in my mind, tells a lot of Republicans or conservatives why bother voting at all. But I, are, I, 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 but I think you see, you see I, what I mean. Very,
0: I think that's that's generally true. You know, it wasn't it, again. it's a corollary to you know why bother voting at all if Donald Trump tells you your vote's not going to count. I mean, that's a, the you know all of right. There, are, there, are the covert ways of telling folks not to come out to vote, and there are the overt ways. I want to come back to Jamal Bowman in a second, Jerry, because we really haven't talked about this. But I, I am going to offer up my own little conspiracy theory in all of this, yeah. which is, and I'm just going to say, it, there are forces out there that want Americans turned against each other, that want to foment chaos in our political system, um, that want to that that want a, a very small number of people to make these kinds of decisions and to act stupidly and to go off the rails. Um, and i and I'll you know I'll say this much. The, there are folks out there. There is one particular entity that does not want the United States further involved in Ukraine, and is doing whatever they can to make sure that we are not involved in Ukraine.
1: Um, All right. And, and, Again, I we can turn somewhere else, but when when the Republicans won their narrow majority, what by they have a four seat majority, right? And uh, Kevin McCarthy, it took him fifteen times to get the speakership as you already mentioned, he had to make these deals that actually resulted in his downfall. But the fact of the matter is, is that at the time, everyone was saying chaos, chaos, chaos. Look how ridiculous this is. We just won the House. Uh, They can't even govern themselves. And at the time I said, no, this is what democracy looks like. It's out in the open. uh, And there's arguments and and, and there's counter arguments. This is what our democracy should Jerry, look like Jerry. I'm laughing. I'm laughing because you have articulated in recent weeks about
0: getting rid of democracy in our in our in our uh, in our primary process. So,
1: well, again, I because I, <laughs> political parties are private entities and they should be able to choose. The Republican Party should be able to choose their leaders the way they want to. Sure, and if course. people don't, and, and if people don't like it, then go form a different party. And the fact of the matter is, if you don't, you mentioned it. If Donald Trump refuses to show up to the Republican Party uh, uh, debate, then I don't think he should run as a Republican. But right. that's and I think Republicans should have the power to keep him off the ballot. But that's that's a different show. But going back to this, that was last, week's know, show. all right. Going back to this. I, I, it wasn't chaos. Those 15 votes to get a new speaker. We, I want arguments. I look. You and I talk about how the idea of of, of making hate speech illegal is stupid because I right. want to know who the haters are. Well, the same thing here. I want to know the arguments why to vote uh, for McCarthy, why to vote against McCarthy. Right, and that's who, what, Jerry, and, we that what want, and we had that. And we
0: had that. But I don't want it to. I don't want it to take 15 different votes to do it. i like it done a little bit. What? Why not? because in the end right we should we it makes it makes the republicans look like idiots if they can't figure out but why i i i I I don't agree because it should that's conventional wisdom that i I reject because you get a handful of folks who run for speaker they make their case and you vote on it and maybe it takes two or three ballots to go down the road and do it but it shouldn't take 15
1: i don't know I am fine with it. It's it's have at it. Have the argument. This is like you know but people okay, don't want to so have arguments. Okay, anymore.
0: so so so. But the reality is both democracy and chaos can coexist at the same time. But democracy, so it, right? Democracy yeah, is chaos, in, yeah. in, in in essence. So okay, so we're we're in agreement here. But but what you shouldn't do, I am gonna I'm gonna ham handedly sort of sort of turn it. What you can't do is try to stop the. The levers of democracy from moving when they don't go your way by going and pulling a fire alarm to end the negotiations and to delay a vote from
1: happening. And by the way, that's exactly what he did. Yeah, the Democrats wanted to uh, delay uh, and to interfere with the vote on the continuing to interfere with an resolution. official proceeding
0: to keep the government they, open. And,
1: and, but that—that that is not. I'm not. We're, we're not being cute by saying that. We're not. This congressman, Quiet, uh, Jamal ba- Bauman, right? Bowman Bowman, 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 depending on how you want to pronounce it, he pulled the alarm because it was a, a tactic. It was a strategy of the Democrats to to uh, to to obstruct and delay the vote.
0: But by the and way, it's not it should not be lost on people that Bowman comes out of the the minority leader's own delegation.
1: Right. I, I you know, he may have and done he, it on and, his own. And, and he's a member of the squad. Yeah. Yeah. So so here, here's a funny here's a funny thing uh, to consider a member of congress pulls a fire alarm to stop a vote but that's not chaos that's not right. the democrats that it, it seems to me that is chaos uh, right but, but 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 you see how chaos is defined by the uh, the establishment by the elites and i don't think you and i should fall into that trap see i i i, I vacating vacating the speakership i think is democracy it's interparty arguments have at it let's uh, he's a failed speaker anyway let's move on let's get someone different I, I don't find it to be chaotic at all the new york times thinks it's chaotic uh and the folks at the dispatch think it's chaotic and the wall street journal uh the wall street journal um uh editorial page which i like thinks it's chaotic right and i think
0: to, and there um, and there are plenty of
1: other conservative writers who think that it's chaotic as well but go yeah, ahead Jim. and 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 i don't i think kevin mccarthy had a go. Uh, He was a he was a bad speaker. He was leading this Congress in the wrong direction. He did nothing. Listen, Andrew, McCarthy did nothing uh, to bring regular order back. He did nothing to stop the DOJ from infiltrating Catholic churches. He did nothing to stop the White House uh, 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 colluding uh, and working uh, with big tech to censor Americans. He's he's done nothing uh, to stop the DOJ. From arresting, prosecuting, and convicting pr- people okay. who pray outside of abortion clinics. He's done nothing. I mean, I, when I, when I right, say nothing, Jerry, I, he literally, McCarthy has done nothing. Well, no, that's not, all right. See, that's not true
0: either. Because, but, you know, I, you, no, you, okay, ha, how, how, okay, okay, what has he done? Time out, time out, time out, Jerry. Because, you know, we could talk about the issue of of the power of the purse strings, which is what Congress has. And right?
1: McCarthy ne- didn't McCarthy, use
0: it. You know, the, the other power that they have is they have the power of oversight. And McCarthy has gone down this road and allowed the various committee chairman to hold oversight
1: hearings and to all of these things. And the criticism about. is, is that he did that reluctantly and he delayed and, and, and we should okay, have started be, these. All right,
0: but oh, time out for a second again, he, he may have done it reluctantly, but at least it was done, which is, you know, it, it could not have been done. So to say that he did nothing is not quite there. I mean, it, he did, he did some things he could have done more. Um, the reality is that the, the, to me, again, if we wanted to vacate him as speaker over the issues of fiscal responsibility and dealing with the issues of the purse strings, that trigger should have been pulled many, many, many moons ago when we were, when we were starting down the road on this train. But once we sort of start going down this train, it's like, you didn't want to go to Cleveland. You shouldn't have gotten on this train. I mean, that's
1: well again, my my, my only pushback to that is, is that He takes over a speaker in January of
0: 2022. No, no, 23.
1: I'm sorry, 23. Yeah. I I meant to say 23. All right, so February, March, April, really, I mean, frankly, I think now's the time to vacate. He's had... He's now had seven months as speaker. He's now we but, now but, know, okay, the but again, the speaker. The only
0: reason why I'm saying April is because the appropriations process really starts in the springtime. If you're going to put together the various appropriations bills and move them through committee, and then the negotiations happen, it all has to start way back when. So when it looked like we were not returning to regular order, that's when the question Matt Gates should have been asking is, and Nancy May should have been asking is. Why aren't we returning to regular order? Why aren't we having these appropriations bills? If you're not going to do this, you know, what's your plan for what we when we get to September and we need to vote on this? Um, because if you're not talking about the the cuts that need to be done and we're not having hearings about it and having these arguments and discussions about it, then what's the point here?
1: Why do we well, have you well, a speaker if we're not? Yeah, uh, you're right. But but but, you know, we had the debt ceiling. When was the debt ceiling uh, vote? oh shoot I don't even know I mean that was it, it, not long ago right, you right. Know, maybe, so... maybe,
0: late, maybe you're right maybe it was late it was it was late August middle of August I don't remember
1: yeah it I might, go back it, and right. look. again I, I just don't think it's any great loss that Kevin McCarthy will not be speaker next week well
0: I mean the reality I, I, is I, right that when it comes to when it comes to narratives the quicker we can sort of make this turn and this pivot um that will that will be the you know that will be the real the real telling game here down the road um and then what happens in the negotiations in november right we don't have the shutdown now so we're going to we're going to you know probably go to some kind
1: of shutdown in november and then we're you
0: know anyway well the the,
1: the the funny thing about that going back to your argument about the elections in 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 november uh of uh 23 twenty three. So the the CR goes until it's after the November elections. Right. 45 days. All right. So it's 45 so days. November 15th there thereabouts. But now, but now we're closer to 2024. Well, sure. Now, now we're closer to Christmas. Right. So now and, and, the and it gets you know, the... and it
0: gets in, and it gets into the and it gets into the the primary season, which is yeah, you know, this
1: is this is the other this is the other part of it. And so and, again, and, and... McCarthy did no one any favors. By kicking this down the the road forty five days.
0: Well, no, he did he he uh, no he did some favors because he pushed this past this November's elections.
1: I know, but you're you're I think it's myopic to think that just because of the Virginia elections, we can you know completely screw up uh, the, the 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 budget process. I mean, no, I give no, no, it. Okay, I,
0: okay, but, but keeping in mind, the budget
1: process is already screwed up. I mean, we've already I know, but, but, but my point is, on, is on, I, I'd rather this. have the, sh- I'd rather st- uh, strategically, I'd rather have a shutdown in October and have a deal and get it done with. than it be December and we're dealing with a shutdown. October's for national it politics. It, uh, it's better to do it in October than do it no, in, I, in, in I, December. I, I'm going
0: to disagree with you, because I think in the end, right, what happens on the national scale between December of year X and election, November of election year, the following year, there's plenty of stuff that happens in between, you know, December of 2023 and November of 2024, such that, you know, if there's a shutdown in in November of 2023, the, the, the impact on the 2024 elections will be nominal when taken into account with everything else. On the other hand, right, it does spur the discussion going into the, part of the primary as to where we are as, as a people. We did the show last week. Um, we did the show last week before the debate. We didn't even have a chance to unpack the debate. We were sort of going in, right. We did the show last Wednesday, as I recall. Did we talk about it a little bit? No, we talked so, about it going in. Cause we, you know, Thursday, the debate was Wednesday night. I was in DC on Thursday and Friday. So we didn't, we didn't have a show. I mean, by the way, did you get a chance? Did you happen to see Ron DeSantis on with Bill Maher? I saw parts of it. Yeah. All right. So here's the thing that gets me. I don't know why it is that Ron DeSantis performs so poorly in on a debate stage, um, and and yet performs so well in a one on one situation like that. And maybe it's the group debate. Maybe he'll fare better against Gavin Newsom at the end of November. Um, and I think he will. But it, it's just it's really on to me because he did a a very good job. He came off as personable he didn't come off as sort of effeminate um you know so i i anyway i just don't understand why uh, why he uh, why he why he performed so well there and not in the other settings
1: well because i mean the truth is the debates are stupid both well, yeah. they're, they're not even debates it's uh, it's 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 silly questions and talking points silly questions and try to get a one liner it's dumb there's nothing substantive. They're stupid. We shouldn't even have them. We should get rid of well, these debates, and we should go to a more, uh, to a more uh, conversational, almost like talk show kind of setting where where Fox or CNN or MSNBC or the New York Times brings like editorial board meetings, bring in the candidates who are running, maybe bring in two at a time. Your idea, bring two in at a time, and have a substantive conversation right. about the issues. The debates are are moronic. They are they are they are horrible. They're no good. You want to talk about a clown show or or monkeys humping a, a, a football? Just look at any of the GOP right. debates. It, right, it just, and,
0: and that's and but, but that's but why
1: the, DeSantis doesn't do well.
0: But but you know but okay, Jerry. So now I'm gonna I'm gonna tie it all together here,
1: yeah. because
0: essentially you know now maybe 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 that's just it. Maybe because it's not an actual conversation, but it's a forced conversation. That's why it comes off as weird as it is. But we've just gotten through talking about having these. Discussions in public, you know, discussing you know the issues of the day and how we approach them, Um, you know, it's it's chaotic. It makes them all look like a bunch of idiots. Yet these debates are democracy in action, aren't they?
1: I I I I, no I I I I I I, I get your point because they're artificial. But but I but I think yes I think I I think democracy in action would be a uh, well look I don't mind having nine up there but there ought, there ought to be do you remember the west wing
0: i, I you know something i never really watched it all right so anyway before. so
1: so for those who watched the the west wing i watched it in in the last uh season you had an election between a democrat republican both both and they did it well both were men of honor uh both uh had they had, had had positions and they had they had a presidential debate and during the debate, they decided forget the questions, forget the "I have thirty seconds and you have fifteen seconds to respond," and the red light comes on. They decided to just have a conversation. Right, have an issues.
0: old school debate,
1: debate, right? Yeah. Yes, I think even it, it, it does get chaotic or it does get hard to manage when there's myriad people. But that would be better, you know. Well, do, you, you know? can't you can't do it with six people on a stage, especially
0: when you have. Right. You know, frankly, Vivek Ramaswamy, then, 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 you know, and Chris the, Christie, right? I mean, it's, then,
1: yeah. what 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 is the uh, Republican National Committee? Its chairwoman, what the heck is she doing? Well, that's that's the that's the the question here. Is is
0: is there something fundamentally that is you know are they working on other things and they're sort of farming this stuff out? Listen, for those of you who don't know, and I'll I'll take thirty seconds on this, Jerry. Um, I came up with in twenty sixteen, and then really went into overdrive in 2019 with an idea of getting rid of these mass debates and setting up a system where once a week, every candidate would debate one of the other candidates. Um, and so depending on how many candidates you have, you know, within a number of weeks, you have all of the debates done that you need to get done. I mean, it really is, um, it's just a matter of we and and they don't all have to be televised they could all be online folks could watch what they want to when they want to and the same way that they consume podcasts um the, you know the media can pull from X Y and Z you would have folks from both candidates or both, or all the campaigns watching these things so they could pull out all kinds of gems and nuggets but you're right Jerry it would be better to have a frank conversation of who we are as a people um you know listen I would love to see that if 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 Joe Biden got a single challenger to have that debate on the Democrat side, maybe that would show the way that where we need to what, go. What I
1: would do is if if I were one of these campaigns, the the GOP, the national party is almost useless. Right. Uh, what is her name? The head of the party? Ronna Romney McDaniel. Yeah, she is useless. Yeah, uh, and she's a uh, you know she's a loser. Uh, she has lost election after election after election. Yet she's been retained Why, as RNC chairman which is again. Crazy. It's yeah. That's see. That's crazy. That's chaotic. But what I would do if if I'm Ron DeSantis, I would um I would say to Nikki Nikki Haley, why don't you and I go on uh, Fox and argue uh, Russia Ukraine policy, and then I and then I go to Tim Tim Scott, Tim, why don't you and I go on MSNBC or CNN and let's have an art let's have a let's have a, a, a discussion on 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 life issues and and the role of the Supreme Court. And I, I I if you want to be the front runner and your name is not Trump like Trump's the front runner. Right. If if you if you want to become the front runner, you have to you have to lead. Right. This is the this is the problem with DeSantis. I like him. He has the policy chops. Uh I agree with you that his voice gets kind of nasally and effeminate and it's kind of weird. Yeah. But but he is right and not only is he right on the issues uh he has implemented the right policies in Florida. Right. Like he has, he has the policy chops, but he also he puts his money uh, where his uh, where his mouth is. He right. actually does it. He he's uh, he you know he's a doer. He should take the lead and say, you know what? Yes. Screw all this. Uh, let's 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 get together ourselves and have these conversations. Yes.
0: That's, that's what I would do. Well, I, you know, I I I wish he would. I you know if I you should. If we knew anybody in the uh, in the uh, in the Ron DeSantis camp, I would tell you to reach out to them and
1: and tell them that. But that would show leadership. That would yes. show like, follow me. Yes. Let's okay. have these arguments. Yeah. In fact, if I was DeSantis, I would every single week, I would uh, challenge Donald Trump uh, to a uh, discussion in the same of- way,
0: in the same way that, he, that, that this that this Newsom thing is happening, which is did you see Newsom's bizarre interview about this right after, you know, with with uh, with Hannity right after the debate last week? Where basically Newsom was, it was the most bizarre sort of schoolboy bully bravado when she said, "Well, I clearly I've already won the debate because because Ron DeSantis took the debate took the bait for me and he's now going to debate me and you know no you I know, know. If he was really serious he would and it was the stupidest I was about to drop the F bomb again the stupidest but
1: Gavin 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 Newsom again the conventional wisdom is you know he's he's the guy he's not the guy this guy is a uh, He's, you know, he's not the guy he's, he's, he's an inch deep and a mile wide. He's just, he's, and he's a, he was wrong on COVID. He's wrong on energy. He's, he's wrong like on unions. like a lot of he's... the
0: democratic politicians, the supposedly successful democratic politicians in Baltimore specifically, Maryland more generally, where they don't understand the built-in infrastructure and advantage that their party has. And it's like the old adage, uh, they, uh, they woke up on third and, and, and then were able to steal home.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, I know. the um, uh, The bottom line, though, is is that Congress will be better off without McCarthy. Maybe there's some bad As press speaker, for. Speaker, th- I would say, just
0: because McCarthy is remaining in Congress, and I yeah, think he should McCarthy's-
1: resign. He should. Once you lose the speakership, you should resign from Congress. The fact that that yeah. Nancy Pelosi hangs around is ridiculous. Every other speaker, when they lo- New Gingrich resigned. You know, when you lose the speakership, you resign. Period. You resign from office. Kevin hey, McCarthy. We haven't
0: talked. We haven't talked about this. Right, Jim Jordan's going to be the guy. I think we've agreed with this. This, this, this talk of Donald Trump as speaker.
1: I, yeah, that's a good idea.
0: Well, listen, the only reason why I think it would be a good idea is maybe just maybe it would get him off the presidential stage.
1: It's just, but again, it's, it's, but this is this is this is what again, for, this is for chaos, uh, Jerry. But that's not chaos. That's that's that, chaos. that's it's stupidity but, and it's chaos. Yeah, but it's not it's 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 the media, it's the establishment. So here's the funny thing, right? The establishment, the media says there's chaos, and then they go out and they run a story uh that focuses on Donald Trump being speaker they're the ones creating the chaos
0: you you said this yourself listen listen you get no argument from me that the media is all in for fomenting chaos jerry that doesn't mean the chaos doesn't exist it just means the media is culpable and the media is culpable because there are people pulling the strings of the media to make sure that it's chaotic to make sure that we're all turned against each other
1: i i guess i mean at the end of the day i want to hear a good argument i want to hear i want to hear them what i've been saying
0: for years this is why i've you know this is why i tend to gravitate towards towards politicians let me ask you let 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 me ask you this
1: and and we gotta we gotta close up i know we do but uh but you know on what issue on like kevin mccarthy like how would you define him what like what he's he's just so blah he doesn't stand for anything. Well,
0: I don't think, listen, I think, I think Kevin McCarthy is a nominal conservative. I think he's more conservative than, say, John Boehner was. But the, but the, you know, what, what Kevin McCarthy had going for him is that he least understood how the trains were supposed to run on time. Really? Um, yeah. Yes. He was, I, yeah. Yes. I, I would, I would say that that was the only thing he had going for.
1: Him. But, the trains didn't run on time, and during his speakership. Well, the 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 regular
0: order. We did not have a return to regular order. We had other things that were going on. Like while, what? I, as I said, we're talking about the oversight process. You know, we eventually
1: sort of even I the see- over even the oversight. I, it's it's so confused. Whatever. I think how they're doing the hearing. I I don't think this Congress, as of yet, has produced anything uh, worthwhile at all. Nothing.
0: Uh, well, again, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure
1: how you go about defining that, Jerry. I mean, I don't know. All right. So, 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 have they built an argument that is discernible that that we can talk about, write about, in terms of of the potential, uh, uh, re- the potential for impeaching Joe Biden?
0: Well, they've certainly been building the case towards that. I mean, they've they, ha- they, really sure, people, Jerry. There have been there are there's volumes written about what these hearings have uncovered vis-a-vis malfeasance it, of Joe yeah. Biden and the Biden family you know moving up to this have they again have they produced the smoking gun no but you know th- this is this is akin to saying that science is a failure because we've never produced a perpetual motion machine you know that the, you know the, these are you know we 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 are move, we move towards things so they're building a case you know they've know, now opened but, up the the impeachment inquiry
1: y- you've said this before no yeah. Or even during this show, there's a built-in, uh, born on third base, uh, advantage that the Democrats have. Yes, the Republicans' their disadvantage is it's the bottom of the ninth, two outs, no one on, two strikes. You're at bat and you're down by twelve. Right. So and right. and but see, and, but, so but the, and their
0: reaction is to fire the manager.
1: No there 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 that in that case you got to play the game differently you have to do something that that no one has done before you know and you know do something that is that is going to catch the other guys off well, sure. balance. Jerry,
0: if that's your and so my point
1: is my my never point get, is we were never going to get that with kevin mccarthy i agree with you there right, right. but even with these oversight hearings yes they have the oversight hearings but then what i would do is there should be just like the democrats do there should be a concerted effort to speak from the same page in every venue uh at the same time and so your message gets out there uh they have they they don't do that they don't they don't communicate well and i understand that the the media is a- against some of that so then do something different well but
0: okay so i i i i i I get it kevin mccarthy is not he's not a creative thinker he is not newt gingrich in that regard or or mike deaver or um i love uh, man yeah water i I, I, I mean i i
1: I love the newt and i we his not being in some capacity in government is just it it hurts us i know i know he's older now you know but look it's not just members of Congress. The Wednesday group meeting used to be a, a strategy me, a meeting. It, it, it started the conservative Wednesday group meeting. The Grover meeting started to push back against Hillary care. It was very effective because it brought in uh, uh, potential allies and, and, and uh, corporate and nonprofit and think tanks, etc. And they worked together and they were able to push back on Hillary care. Right. Uh, but then now uh, today it's just a, uh, it, it it's, it's, it's a ridiculous meeting of people just talking at each other. Uh, what we ought to have.
0: I'm not, I'm not sure it, I
1: agree with you there either, but, but
0: go ahead. Cause I don't want to argue. Well, I, I, I,
1: I, I don't, I don't see the value in it. I see, well, the value in, you know, there's always a value, I guess, uh, if, if you can't, if you can't, if you can't convert the congregation, at least then preach to the choir. That's what the Wednesday meeting is now. It's preaching to the choir. Uh, and maybe getting people aware of what you're doing, but, you know, getting, getting, getting people aware of what you're doing matters less than if what you're doing is actually changing the debate. And what I would do is I would change, you and know, I've talked about this, how maybe at, you know, uh, under the auspices of real clear, uh, we do what we do, a, 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 a meeting where we bring in players to actually push the envelope and push well, the debate and I, make I think a difference.
0: Here's, here's, here's part of the problem. Not that I I wanted to spend the line. I know we're we're winding down here. Yeah, part of the problem, Jerry, is you and I are getting too old, and the players that are behind speak, speak us. Speak for yourself. No, but you know you know the players that are behind us in terms of doing this kind of work. Um, some of this is getting done. You know, I I I I was in a in an office a couple months back, and I saw that kind of coordination happening with folks who are behind us i you know i don't i I, the the this i don't want to call it a game this process has changed and by process i mean the process of informing the electorate and getting people invigorated and how you get a message out has changed right it was one thing during the 1990s where you had everybody had their fax services and they would sort of have their rapid response in the boiler room and literally they could hit a button and send out 40 faxes and that would get out there now we're using email now we're using Twitter now we're using Facebook whatever and stuff gets lost in the din and so how you go about breaking through that's that's a whole whole other thing yeah. but I but you know anyway listen uh you uh you've got a show on Sunday
1: you have the Jerry Rogers show on WBAL uh 1090. yes 7 to 10
0: you know I um I'm going to say it. I don't, know, I don't know if you can, but I'm going to say, you know, we wish our good friend, uh, Dan Joseph. Uh, oh the yeah. Best of, of luck course. moving forward. Yeah, um, it, it is a shame and we hope you land somewhere on the radio, uh, somewhere in media uh, soon, my friend, listen, uh, we've got, I'm going to say this now, speaking of doing things a little differently. Um, we've got a portal open at CPAC on this rulemaking I've mentioned to you, Jerry, Uh, This is the rulemaking at the EEOC that wants to extend the protections of the Pregnant Workers Fairness Act to women who decide to have abortions. Uh, If you think that uh, abortion is not a pregnancy-related medical condition or should not be a pregnancy-related medical condition, go visit cpac.org slash EEOC and file your comments today. Comments are due by next Tuesday, uh, October 10th. So go check that out, cpac.org slash eeoc jerry what do you want folks to do
1: buy the truth plant your feet stand firm embrace the chaos
0: yes uh, listen (laughs) have a great week everybody have fun and uh, stay safe